0: hello my friend and welcome back to the tough love terry podcast today i'm just going to be talking to you about i'm going to be bragging on myself a little bit get excited i promise it's actually really good and i have a little homework assignment for you at the end so stick with it i promise it will be hopefully inspiring and yeah give you a little insight into how awesome you are okay all right have fun listening Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tough Love Terry podcast. I am currently sitting in the Giant Tiger parking lot waiting to go to my friend's house for dinner. But I figured uh, I'm a bit early, so why not record a little bit of a podcast for you? So this is not going to be super long because you are going to hear the sounds of cars and things like that. But I figured... It would be a good opportunity because I was just listening to a podcast. Uh, it is the Life School podcast Life Coach School podcast with Brooke Castillo and she had a whole episode on how to be proud of yourself. And at the end of it, she talked about um, the importance of giving yourself praise and being proud of your accomplishments and taking stock of where you are. So since I'm here, and yesterday I handed in the keys for my studio, I figure why not take this moment to just kind of do a little recap of all that uh, I've created over the last little while and be proud of myself for it. So the reason why I want to share that with you is because I want you to do the same thing for yourself. Now, a lot of times people think that they have to accomplish really big things or accomplish a lot of things, or make a certain amount of money, or have a certain amount of influence, or whatever, in order to have a fantastic, magical, beautiful life. But that's not the case at all. The purpose of being proud of yourself for what you've done so far is to show you what you're capable of, and the fact that you were able to overcome things that maybe you didn't think you could, and encourage you to go forward and maybe do more or just ultimately be satisfied with where you're at in the world we live in I don't know why we love to bond over like it's okay to bond over hating yourself or not being good at things or not doing things like we're much more comfortable like talking with each other about how much we how much more we still have to do or how we're not enough or things like that. And that's, that's not cool. I want us to, like, commiserate on positive things. So I don't even know if you can call it commiserate. I want us to relate on the topic of our individual versions of success. I want us to be able to go to each other and say, you know what, I'm freaking proud of myself because I did this thing and not feel... Shame or worry that somebody's going to think you're a narcissist or that you're full of yourself. Because that, that's no, you know what? No, we're not doing that anymore. We are now in this to lift ourselves up and lift each other up. And the sooner that we can celebrate our own successes means that we can also celebrate other people's successes. So I want you. As you're listening to me, rattle off my list of things that I'm proud of myself for. I want you to start taking stock of the things that you're proud of yourself for. Okay? Alright, so we're going to just go back to, let's see, what have I created in the last little bit? Obviously, uh, the boudoir work that I've done over the last seven years has been incredibly rewarding and life-changing for so many people. I photographed well over a thousand individual humans uh, and had almost all of them cry in some capacity because they finally saw their worth. That's something I can be proud of. You know, even if it was one person, that's still something to be proud of. I'm proud of the fact that when I took on the studio that I just left, it was scary as hell because it was 10 times the price of the one I had rented previously. But I knew it was what I needed in order to have the impact that I wanted to have and do all the things that I wanted to do in that season of my life. And I'm proud that I did it even though I had no way of knowing how I was going to pay my bills. All I, all I remember thinking was when I took on that studio was like, okay, cause I only had the first studio first and it was like $960 a month or something like that. I was like, okay, if I make my lowest price or my lowest collection, like 900 and some dollars, then that's great. I just have to book one photo shoot a month and my rent is covered. Everything else after that is fine. And then obviously, you know, you become a business and you want to spend money and buy things and pay yourself money. So, you know, you do want to make more than just the bare minimum to cover your rent. But thinking of it that way made it a lot more easy for me to make the decision to do something that was very scary for myself, was figure out the plan and uh, and how I could make it work if I needed to. Within that space, within that studio space, I was able to learn so much and create so much. It was because I was seeing so many people dislike how they looked and every single person disliked their bodies and the way their body looked, that I started to realize that this was a deeper issue than just being about bodies. And that's what encouraged me to start looking into the psychology of body image, which ultimately led to learning about psychology and mindset and all the good stuff that I love to talk about today and it was through that that body image boot camp was formed and you know what that very first body image boot camp i'm so proud of the girls women that participated because they still tend to get together once a year if they can and that was like in 2016 or yeah i think it was 2016 or 2015 it was like within the first year or so that i had the studio um, and I'm really proud that even though I didn't know what the hell I was doing, I did it anyways. Uh, I didn't know, uh, how I was gonna execute it. I didn't know what it was gonna look like. I just trusted that I had to do it. And then in order to figure out what I wanted to, Um, what I wanted it to become and so yeah I'm proud of myself that I took a chance on that and even though you know it wasn't like a huge crowd of people that first time I'm actually glad that it wasn't because it allowed me to really see the impact that it could have and really connect with the people that attended and now Body Image Boot Camp has grown beyond just me being a facilitator uh, which is actually more even more cool for me is to have all these other folks out there facilitating this content to change that many more lives like i always said my goal has always been maximum impact and so to have to be able to see like now we have almost over 30 individuals um participating in you know, the Body Image Bootcamp Facilitator program and then obviously more every year. Like it's it's incredible to watch that happen. And I'm really proud of myself that, like, that came out of my brain. Like, I think that's the coolest thing that I, uh, when I have an idea and I make it come to fruition, is to be like, this was nothing, and I made it into a thing. A physical, breathing thing with people. And, of course, I could not do it without all the people that trust me, believe me, um, and support me just because they love me, and I appreciate that, and every single person that um, saw a little bit of themselves in me or my story, so those are two two really big things, and then of course there's my book, The Geo Theory, finally the book that I had been waiting, I bought the domain five years earlier because I knew that it was going to be something, I just didn't know what, and it wasn't until I went back to school for positive psychology that I finally had a framework that I could write my book around and uh, I wrote the book within a year, which thank you to Les, my book coach for that. but um, writing that book was a really cool feat. I should say as well before that my best friend and I uh, co co-wrote and illustrated. She did the illustrations, I wrote it a book for my dad before he passed away and I ended up publishing that as well. That was a really big accomplishment um, and a really great way for me to channel kind of my grief and um, make me feel like I was in control of something after my dad died. Oh, uh, what else? I've created the Empowerment for Everybody course. This is another example of just like trusting my intuition when creating a course. The one that's for creatives who feel a little lost. I want to create a heart-centered business, but find themselves stuck in doing things a very systematic way and feeling burnt out and whatnot. And this has become a huge love of my life. I love teaching this course because the ahas that come out of it is the most beautiful thing. And I just know the trickle-down effect of the personal impact that course has on people is going to not just change their lives, but the lives of their partners, the lives of their friends, the lives of their children, and uh, and have an impact around the world, just like boudoir photography did, or does, and empowerment photography does, is it not just impacts a person participating, but the people within their circle as well. And it's so cool. It's just so cool, you know? We get to create these experiences and these things, and like... What, what a beautiful gift. And I'm really proud of myself for... You know, I grew up in a small town where creativity was not a job. It's like, that's a great... You can write and that's a great hobby. You can do photography, but only on the side. Or only if you're shooting weddings. Or only if you're doing... Like, selling camera equipment. I remember my uncle saying like, Oh, so you sell camera equipment? And I was like, no... I take photos of people. (laughs) But like there was so much mindset work that I had to overcome in order to believe that I was capable of not just doing those things, but also making it a viable option for a career. And so I'm glad that I worked through all those mindset blocks and I challenged my mindset and my belief systems that I had grown up with to tell me that I couldn't do something Um, or shouldn't do something or I had to do something a certain way and instead I followed my intuition. That is something I'm incredibly proud of myself for. Uh, other things that were created in the, uh, going back to the studio, other things that were created in there, oh my goodness, there were so many amazing, uh, projects where people came and participated, and, uh, Jill and I would record videos talking about different psychology things, and, uh, we would just have, we started, like, three different podcasts before, and, like, there's just so many like really cool little things that even if they like were no longer doing those things anymore in the way that we were doing it they made an impact when they did does that make sense and I think that's something that a lot of us need to recognize is that, and I hear, that, I've been hearing this word a lot from people. It's like, oh, I did this thing, but then it failed. Oh, I had this thing and then it failed. And when people look at me letting go of the studio, they might be thinking, oh, she failed and can't do it anymore. But to be honest, the opposite is actually true. I don't think failing is ever actually a thing. Uh, and if you listen to my podcast with Johnny, this is something we talk about. But I don't, I honestly don't think failure I've ever failed anything, like even, even that math test that like really solidified a belief in my mind that I am stupid at numbers. Um, even failing that just because a teacher put a number on it and said it was a fail doesn't mean it was because if anything, it was an indication of just what was not my strength. So that's not a fail. That's like, uh, oh, this is just information. Um, but because we interpret things as success or failure, we can hold shame around them longer than they should. And so, had I, had I gotten that F or gotten whatever, you know, 49% on that test, And a teacher looked at that and said, you know what, this is just information to let us know that your brain is maybe much, you know, your numbers are a lot higher over here in English and music and art. Like that's definitely more where your strengths lie. Maybe we can use this information to put you into a course where you will feel more confident and more successful. But instead they just see it as a fail and then that's bad and so that's what I hung on to longer than anything and for the people that think like well I did this thing and then I don't do that thing anymore because I failed at it no you just changed your mind like letting go of my studio I just changed my mind it did what it needed to do and now it's not doing what I need it to do so I need to do something different It doesn't mean it failed. It did what it needed to do in that moment. And everything that you experience and everything that you're doing and everything that you're trying, as long as you tried, there is no failing. And I think that's the other thing that a lot of people... I know a lot of people, especially in the creative world that I end up talking to, they're like, oh, I just wish I could do, like, so much as you. And, uh, you know, do you just seem to do all the things. And it's like, yeah, because that's my strength. My strengths are definitely in line with execution. I like to get things done and get things going and get things started. But I'm not... But I lack other strength that those people are probably really good at. Taking things to the end. Making things consistent. Making things, um, you know, long term. I'm a get it done, move on to the next. Get it done, move on to the next. That's my talent. It's not good or bad. It's just what it is. And so these are all the things that I've learned about myself over the last, like, you know, seven years since having that business, going back to school for psychology, writing my book, talking to so many people, um, teaching so many people, hearing stories from so many people. My brain is able to collect that information and seek out trends and recognize things. And my talent is that I'm able to put it into something, which is what I'm super proud of myself for, is that I do it even though sometimes I might be really scared. Um, And the way I get over that for anybody that is like, oh, I really want to do these things, but I'm just afraid to do them. The way that I usually get over my fear, because I do things even though I am scared, is that I always remember who it's for. And I always ask myself, and I will ask myself this question in two different ways. Number one, who's going to benefit because I'm doing this? Like, who, aside from me, is going to benefit beside me creating this course, writing this book, um, putting this post on Instagram, having this studio, uh, photographing this genre, whatever it is. Ask yourself, who's going to benefit from this? Because if you can focus on who it's for, it's no longer about you. And now if you're somebody that is more geared towards like really fear based, which is totally fine. That is a strength. It's called restorative. You just see problems everywhere. But because you're seeing a problem, ask yourself, who's going to miss out if you do not do this thing? What kid is not going to get their confidence built up because you decided not to do this workshop? What a woman or non-binary person or man is not going to thrive in his life because you chose not to do the thing. You know, and I think those are the questions that we can ask ourselves in order to get us over that hump to do the things. If we can get out of our way and focus on who it is for, who it will benefit, then more likely than not, we will be able to get things done. Alright, so those are just a few of my accomplishments. One time what I did was, and this is a good activity if you take a few minutes, and I know it's hard to do when you're a busy person, but I want to encourage you to take some time and think about the last 10 years. So if you go back, yes, and we're going to, this is going to scare you a bit. If you go back to 2012, (laughs) when they said the world was going to (laughs) end, and 2022, so in 10 years, write down every single thing that has Either you've accomplished, you've gotten through, or you've experienced. And write it all down. And the reason why I'm saying write it down instead of just think about it. Do this with a friend because it's really fun. Because you'll be able to, like, spur each other's memories a little bit. But write it down. And as you're going through, say, I did that. And give yourself a high five. Or, like, a pat on the back. Or just be, like, really proud of yourself. You did that. You did that. Nobody else did that. You did that. And be proud of yourself for that. There's no shame in being proud of yourself for things that you have done, that you have created for your contribution to uh, the world, to a legacy, to, you know, bettering humanity, but even also just the things you got through to be able to get you to do those things. You survived. You're here. It's amazing. And you need to be proud of yourself. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you that you're here. So you get to be, so you need to be proud of yourself. All right. So that's what I want you to do. So whether you do it with a friend or by yourself, I want you to take a next little bit and just take stock of everything that you've done. And if it helps kind of put it into 10 years. So that way you have a starting point and you can look back at your calendar. If you need to remember, if you're like me and have a hard time going back to the past, (laughs) but take a look you my friend and again it's not about how many people it's not about how much money it's not about any of that it's about how many things did you do that scared the shit out of you because it would help somebody else that I think is really cool how many things did you overcome and are now using to help somebody else look at that like you are magic okay so don't forget all right that is it for this podcast my friends uh and we will see you in the next one bye